basically you sit it down, you put the popcorn bucket on this on the on the table, and they're like, Well, it's my great great antique rocho. Yes, thank you. Well, it's my great 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 grandfather's he, you know, he bought it last day they were there, and uh, I hear it's worth a lot, so what are we looking at, Phil? I want to take us on a little side quest. Goku's one of the greatest anime heroes of all time. He's badass. He's awesome. Dude, hands down, Final Fantasy VII wins every day. How could you not love the Mario Brothers movie? Robocop kicks everyone else's ass. And that's why Superman sucks. Oh, the Velociraptors kick ass in Jurassic Park every single day. Yep, went on a bit of a rant there, huh? Welcome back, everybody, to the SideQuest Podcast. This is Eric, and it is another lovely Friday here. We have a very special guest today. Justin is out, so in his place is Dave, our good friend Dave. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Glad to be back. I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah. Give me a little bit more time next time instead of 15 minutes. We we had an emergency. Please join us. Emergency, emergency apology, emergency. Uh, Yeah. And Dave was like, "All right, hold hold my whiskey. I'll be right there." And he is here yeah, now. Yeah, no, I got I got a nice glass yeah, I... of Bowman Brothers right now. It's very delicious. Yeah. Yeah. So, little uh, little side note, Eric, before you begin, Dave has um, been doing a whiskey club with us, which you've joined in on sometimes. Yeah. So uh, he's kind of uh, I I don't know between him and Justin, I don't know who knows more <laughs> about whiskey, but we could definitely death battle that out at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all we all know nothing compared to some of these people online. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. Like I'm sure there's apps and clubs and like you know all the little itty bitty like. Well, you got to smoke it for 35 seconds. You know, you point it to the north star. It's like, oh my god, dude, just put an ice cube in it. Uh, bow three times, yeah, do bow. a backflip, and drink it, <laughs> and sneeze into some parallel universe, and you'll be fine. It'll taste great. Um, so, gentlemen, we've got a lot to talk about. Our first main quest of the day is a big gaming announcement and news announcement from our good friends over at Microsoft. They are purchasing, or have purchased, Activision and Blizzard for an astonishing amount of money. I mean, it is just astronomical. I think it was like 60 or 70 billion. 70 billion. 70 billion. Um, <laughs> I've seen numbers all over the place. The last one I've seen was 69 billion. Man. Yeah, it's between it's like... A nice little number there, huh? <laughs> Isn't this the biggest game acquisition... Ever that's happened? I mean, are how movie studios the, uh, even how worth much was it? the uh, Bethesda one? That was like that uh, was like twelve. That was like twelve. That was like billion. yeah. It was uh, let me look that up. Wasn't that much? I think it was in the realm of like twelve. So this is by far like the biggest. And I mean, for seven point right... five billion for oh, Bethesda and seventy for Activision Blizzard. That's insane. Yeah, so they got, just to recap, they've got Activision, Blizzard, and King. And King is the Candy Crush app game that I'm sure, still to this day, millions of people are playing around the world. I, it kind of came people, and went lots. with me, right? <laughs> Jeez, I, got, I got some interesting numbers on that Candy Crush one. I was yeah, looking at it before, you, before we started. So um, last year, Bethesda Activision's re- revenue was uh, just over $10 billion. Candy Jeez. Crush accounted for one point eight billion of that guess which one uh guess which came in higher with the revenue candy crush or world of warcraft god i'm gonna for the sake of candy crush yeah it's gotta be candy crush well actually uh, world of warcraft did come in higher um assuming that there are two 27 million dollar 27 million subscribers um are all paying 15 bucks a month Mm -hmm. um they're about like four point seven, whereas like Call of Duty's at five point four billion dollars. The Blizzard yeah, going in that Warcraft money. I, I, <laughs> I know, and that's just three of their um, IPs. I mean, Diablo. Yeah, so I, I, I can definitely down... see a purchase of uh, 70, uh, 70 billion uh, coming to make some Microsoft a nice profit there. So let's break down a few of the games for people who, you know, maybe not play. Blizzard games or play Activision games. I can run through some of the Blizzard games. I don't know if you guys know some of the Activision games. Yeah, yeah basically I, I, they I bought. Now. Yeah, I mean Blizzard. The big ones are obviously Warcraft, Starcraft, Diablo, Overwatch. 
I'd say those are probably Blizzard's most popular IPs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Activision, I think it's what Call of Duty. Yeah, uh, big one. Call of Duty. They got the Tony Hawk. Um, they got Crash. They got Crash Bandicoot. Um, Spiral. Um, Spiral. And uh, Sky uh, Skylanders, which I think is a spinoff of Spyro. Spyro is that how you say? Spiral was such a little side quest. There, Spiral was such a great platformer. I don't, Eric. Oh, did uh, you ever play that? I don't, Eric. You were pretty gung ho sixty four. It was it was a game that I it kind of escaped me. I know a lot of friends played it. I know a lot of like sleepovers I went to. Like it was always on the shelf, and I forget. I think it was a PlayStation One game, if I recall correctly. You're correct. Um, yeah. and that was something I didn't have because I went from Sega Saturn to N64 to uh, PlayStation Two, so it was kind of in that in between. And by the time I got older, I felt like you know older as in like eighth grade, like fucking nerds. Uh, that game is for like children, but it it was cool. Like it was, I I have nothing against the game. It's just, it was just something that always escaped me, but it looked fun. Yeah, I, they. It, I I remember that game so much just because it was a dragon. Kind of reminded me of Figment from. Yeah. From <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Absolutely. I always hit the ride that ride. Every time I go to Epcot, I gotta ride. Uh... You, uh, I know I'm side questing again, but you know what? What are we gonna do? Did you read uh, what happened at Disney a couple days ago? People were standing in line for hours, like in yeah, like twelve hours for the popcorn bucket. You had to run into Epcot to get the Figment popcorn bucket. <laughs> Why? Who the fuck cares? I think there are people. I think they're like collecting these popcorn buckets. Okay, but all right, let's fast forward two hundred and fifty years from now, right? When like you know, Figment is really, really, really a thing of the past. Like, is this fucking popcorn bucket going up on some auction or some, uh, what's that one show? Um, the Treasure Hunters or whatever it's called, where they sit it Jeez. down. American Pickers. Uh, it was like, God, what is that fucking show called? Um, somebody will figure it out, and they're probably screaming it over the, you know, at their phone right now. But basically, you sit it down, you put the popcorn bucket on the, on the, on the table, and they're like, well, Antique it's my great, great Antique Roadshow. Yes, thank you. Well, it's my great 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 grandfather's. He, you know, he bought it last day they were there, and uh, I hear it's worth a lot. So, what are we looking at, Phil? And uh, what does Phil say, Jeff? Is this thing worth anything? I don't know. I mean, uh, it could be. I, I have no idea. The it's only worth as much worth that we as a society put on it. I mean, look at Pokemon cards; they've exploded. Some are calling millions of dollars. Just because yeah, Pokemon's only twenty years old, right? So I mean, we're talking well, hundred years. What's two hundred years old? That I mean, like I don't a, know. Like there a Civil War knife that were made two hundred. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't even like popcorn much. <laughs> yeah. So oh I, no, I, I but know. I like Figment. Figment is my um, very first thing that I remember at Disney, and I have a little Figment glass figurine. Which was my my parents always let me get one souvenir every time we we go to a park, and the figment little glass soup um, um, souvenir. I still have it. It's still sitting on my shelf. And I think I've had it since I was four. That's my earliest memory at like the Walt Disney Parks was figment and yeah. And speaking I'm of blank figment, on the name of the ride, but um, did you ever watch on? Um, there's a YouTube channel called The Funk Land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. I, I I love that. And he goes to rides that are no longer there or rides that are refurbished. And then he goes into, he did Figment because technically the original one is gone and they redid it. And the original one was so much fucking better. And he like, the ride was longer. And like he showed video of how it used to be. And I'm like, I remember that. And now it's this weird, I don't know. It's still okay. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean. So the, it's actually the third iteration of the ride because there is so much backlash on it that they had to redo parts of it. Hey, Eric, do you um, remember the original? I do. I remember Remember, it was like an Omnimover where, um, you know, you just get on the ride, it's continuously moving. And I remember a lot of those scenes where it's like he's flying with the, <clears throat> I think it's called like the inventor, or the creator or some shit. Uh, or the imagine imagineer asshole. Yeah, they like created that character. For and us. and I remember, and I do recall like this new one or the latest version with what's his face uh, from I think it's Monty Python and all that or whatever. Uh, it's just not as fun. It's not 
uh, like it's got the smells, the sights, the sound. Like it's just not as fun and cool as it used to be, and it was a bad repurpose of the ride. You know, the originals, the OGs for me at Disney always will hold a better, higher place in my heart. I can't. I gotta say, I don't know if there's any ride that they improved upon that I went there and I said, "Oh my god, this is so much better than the original." Haunted Mansion added some things where there was just dark space. They added stuff. I think Haunted Mansion did it well because the original stuff's still there. They just improved little things. Yeah, yeah. I can definitely appreciate those like minor touches and things like that. I know Space Mountain had a few and, you know, all that. But like, for instance, Splash Mountain, they're completely revamping it to the Princess and the Frog and Test Track. They don't do that. I hope that was just is they now... did that for the whole woke bullshit and then everyone <laughs> to forget about it. It's happening. They're closing it down soon. Um, and then uh, we, Test Track. We, we, we got to get there before that happens then. Yeah, it's it's going to be a sad day when that shit happens. Like Tron turned into, or uh, uh, Test Track turned into like Tron now. I like the original better. Um, yeah, well, now they have the Tron ride, which is they're building the front of the building. It's almost done. Yep. And it's like, I don't even know, like, uh, uh, what's that? Um, Soren, same thing. I don't like the new video. I like the old one instead. Like, I don't know. I'm just like, I like the OG stuff. Probably has a good uh, sentimental place in my heart of like why I liked it because I grew up on it. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the changes, the big changes. Like even even um, uh, Maelstrom. I'm a bigger fan of Maelstrom than the Frozen ride. I'm going to throw that out there, maybe controversial. Oh, abs- a- absolutely. Maelstrom is more traditional to the okay. culture than Frozen. I mean, Epcot's supposed to be the country, right? The country they're from. Frozen, yes, it's a, uh, a fairy tale story, whatever, but. I mean, the trolls and the the frozen North absolutely belongs back in that ride. It's that's a, that's a just, weird ride because the frozen ride is a good ride. Like if it was like next to it, and then we still had both. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Like, so I don't hate like, the frozen with, with ride. The, with the Paris ride, how they built Ratatouille next to it, they didn't replace yeah. anything, right? They would have put a frozen ride in. I don't think Disney Princess belong in Epcot. Let me just preface preface oh, it. Why, why is that? But, well, I mean, Epcot is supposed to be the whole bringing the world together. It was uh, uh, advancements in the future. It's about individual countries. It's about going to... Um, I'm drawing a blank on what the individual countries are, are called or what the original term was. Um, but it, it there wasn't a whole lot of Disney, like Cinderella or what in Epcot when it originally opened. And now they're pulling their movies in there and everything. I'm just not a big fan of that. Yeah, it's the world showcase. And what, I mean, obviously, it kind of turned into, uh, and, and I guess this is for me growing up too, Epcot wasn't my favorite because I'm like, where the fuck are the rides? That's all I want to do. And, you know, my parents want to walk around the world and it's cool to see that a little bit, but it's like, all the changes. <laughs> get me back to the rides. And now that's why they're doing this because they want to bring in all the IP to keep driving kids to actually be excited about Epcot, like the Nemo ride and, you know, Frozen and, you know, all that shit. So, you know, I know they're doing like Moana stuff there soon that you can walk through. Um, so anyways, hey, I want to dial us back. I love Disney talk, but let's dial it back to. <laughs> that was that was a one was side a deep, quest after another. That was a deep side quest. Thanks for that, Jeff. I do. I We know we love Disney. But what I want to talk about is what do we really think the impact of Microsoft buying these this company, these companies, I should say. Like, so, like what do we think is going to happen next? I have a couple things that I'm curious to hear, Dave's. So, two fronts. Since I play a lot of Blizzard games, especially, I mean, I used to play World of Warcraft. We had the episode of why I don't really play it anymore because this whole Activision acquisition, when they bought it, has just slowly turned the game into a cash grab, and it's lost what it used to be but anyway diablo i still love diablo 3 i play with my guild sometimes hopefully diablo 4 will get back on track but so it's exciting because that bobby kepnick that horrible gremlin who is the ceo of activision blizzard now i'm happy he's out and this was seems like the only way to get him out i like phil spencer what he's done with he created game pass which i think is awesome and it's the best bang for your buck in gaming he fixed minecraft he's he's helped fix uh other games that were kind of struggling eso is had a huge boom and i love myself some elder scrolls elder scrolls 6 definitely is getting pushed now forward um starfield's gonna be on game pass for i like that what i'm worried about is 
the gaming industry is going to turn into Sony and all the games Sony owns, Microsoft and all the game company Microsoft owns, and then Nintendo. And then PC is kind of going to be the last horizon for, you know, these indie devs and companies who are trying to do different stuff. And, um, you know, it's just all these studios are just going to be owned by three companies, Microsoft, Nintendo, or Sony. And that is worrisome. Now it's good that they bought Activision Blizzard because I think Blizzard is really dying. Like, it must be really bad there. None of my guild plays Warcraft anymore. You go on the Warcraft forums. I mean, it is just, it's hate. It's just dying. Half the servers are dead. Um, I know they're having, you know, we've heard nothing about Diablo 4. StarCraft has no updates, even though it's a huge IP. So I think they had to be sold. I also heard today that Facebook almost bought them, and then that would have been the end of it. That was horrible. Everything would have gone mobile gaming then. Oh, it would have been horrible. Um, so I think out of Microsoft, Facebook, or Amazon, who had, who could have had the cash to buy it, Microsoft is the best company to have bought it. I just worry that once these three companies own pretty much all of the gaming stuff, then, you know, they just get a monopoly over it. And that's always bad because then it doesn't create innovation in gaming. You have to innovate and have competition to become better. So I don't know, Dave. What are your What are your thoughts? I think it's so easy. Like my my brother created a gaming company. Um, didn't go anywhere, but it made a little. They made a cool little game um, called uh, Zombie Rush Riot. Um, it was similar to a um, Temple Run or something like. I can't remember what that one's called. Um, um, but even if like these big companies get bought up bought up and consolidated a little startup is going to come and make a game and if the realm of if if area gets opened up for these little startups with the consolidation of these gaming companies uh, let's face it activision what what games do they have call of duty call of duty Call of which Duty, has Call been Duty. sucking lately. Which, 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 yeah, you're right. It, it's it's just the same game. It, it's become a sports game, right? A new version of it's coming out every year that's not improving. Or or Blizzard. What I mean, three games that they're known for. Um, I mean, really known for. Four, four, and four. I mean, so what are we talking about? Five games. I think about the hundreds of games that come out a year. I mean, I don't think it's going to be the worst thing in the world. I mean, look at, um, not to bring it back to Disney, but Disney buying up all the studios. It's not necessarily, it hasn't necessarily been a bad thing because they still have Paramount to compete with. They still have Sony to compete with. They still have... um, um, uh, There's Sony to compete with. There's really not much... I think as long uh, Universal as has like, Harry Potter. That's all Universal has going for it at this point. Yeah, but and I Sony mean, and Disney are almost like partners now. So, I mean, what well, big IPs is Paramount? Well, what, about? Yeah, well, I mean, Paramount's got Star Trek, right? So, and they've done what? What greatness have they done with that? Warner oh Brothers my gosh! Don't see what greatness, about the greatness of Star Trek. The Discovery show is on. It's going. They just got renewed for its fifth season, fourth or fifth season. Picard is amazing. Um, then you got you, then you got the two cartoons. Lower Deck is hilarious. Have you have you watched Lower Deck at all? Either of you two? I have not. I have not either. Oh my gosh, that that that's hilarious. I'll I'll uh, I'll uh, um, don't want to say I'll let you borrow my account, but uh, I'll make sure you guys can uh, can can watch it. It's just, it's just raunchy and funny and great, and even the. Um, the new uh, new one that's on Nickelodeon, um, the um, uh, the Captain Janeway uh, show. I'm drawing sorry, drawing another blank on a name, um, but uh, that's that's even good. Um, a little kid, a little kiddish, but that's that's its target audience. Is they're trying to bring the younger people into Star Trek, but the shows are great. I mean, as long as they're still, but then that one or four, that's the one IP. I mean, 
I'm sure they got more that we're just we're not remembering. Um, but Activision Blizzard, they got four main ones. I mean, they each have their twenty different things. Yeah, but I think the their three yeah, main ones are two. huge, though. I mean, when they bought Bethesda, they were buying Bethesda for Fallout and Elder Scrolls, two. and yeah. the the spinoffs, TV show, all this shit that they can do with it. Same with uh, Blizzard. World of Warcraft is one of the most played games in the world. Now, might not be right now. I think Final Fantasy has been sweeping up um, their leftovers. But um, there are stories to be told. There's TV deals to be made with this stuff. Starcraft has, StarCraft has such great potential that they've done nothing with. Diablo is, I mean, these are big IPs. I mean, Eric, you said you were playing StarCraft the other night. Yeah, I don't know what got me back into it. I just saw it out there. I was just kind of... I had, like, that gamer ADD spell recently where I'm just, like, downloading a bunch of shit and playing a bunch of different shit. And obviously I jumped back on Game Pass because I was on it for a little while and then I got off. And then, then this, this whole thing happened. I'm like, wow, I'm glad I got in now because I'm sure the price that we are paying for Game Pass is going to just skyrocket as soon as they release all of these Activision and Blizzard games and make them available, just like they did with Bethesda, like that, I, I mean, it's got to go up to like at least 30, 40 bucks a month. I, I just can't see it any other way. I don't know about you guys. I don't see it really going up. I mean, Sony just announced before this acquisition that they're doing a similar uh, model, and Nintendo kind of has this weird one. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think the price will go too high because no one's going to pay 30 bucks a month. I mean, 30 bucks a month for ultimate, you're going to have to have some really fucking good games on there. And a lot of them, I mean, right now there's a couple on game pass I'm playing, but I found this one called Ori, which is really great. It's a platformer. It's like a Metroid type game, but I'm not, if it's 30 bucks, I'm not paying 30 bucks so I can play those games. I mean, you're going to have to... And then you're going to have to constantly pump them out. So, like, God of War... I mean, Sony's got some big single-player games. They're known for that. But once you beat God of War, you got to have another game like that that I can play. Because I'm not into, like... Um, uh, what's, what's the one? Like, Sicario... Or, not Sicario, the... Uh, the super hard games, like Dark Souls or whatever. I'm not going to play those, so... That's the problem. They're gonna have to like really have a lot of good stuff, or I'm gonna be like, eh, I'm not paying thirty bucks. Just yeah, I'll just buy the game, the one game on there then. Because if you turn it off, like I, if you turn it off, you can't then continue playing the game. Right. No. Yeah. And I. So I don't think the price will go any higher. I think they're just trying to attract more people. Now they do do the conjoint thing where you can get it on Xbox or PC, or you can do the both thing. And Microsoft's really pushing PC lately. Um, and I know PCs are cheaper to build now, at least gaming ones, than it used to be a while ago. So I see like this huge influx in PC, which then is good for Steam, because then more people will go and create games on Steam. So I don't know. It's really weird. The whole yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I mean, it's but hard to the, really tell. But here's the thing, though. They're not buying Activision and Blizzard for the future right now they're buying it because just imagine game pass is going to now be every single call of duty game ever released since 1999 when it first started people won't care though that's not call of duty is not this eh, i don't know about that game that a lot of people play i, I don't mean, know about a lot that of play, no one's going to go back and play the old call of duties why not that the same shit applies for nintendo they release same all... with the fifa games it's the same with ea's well, uh, whole strategy People only play the newest but, FIFA. But, they don't go and but, play. Yes, but the original Call of Duties had a story to them. There was a, there was a campaign to the original Call of Duties. Right. I can very I can see people going back to play that campaign. Well, not and only like Ew. yeah, I mean not only that, but if you think about it, like um, you know they'll probably do some. I don't know if it's remaster is probably the best word remaster, not remake, but like they'll probably remaster a lot of them. Uh, and if you think about it, for like thirty bucks a month. You can go back and play all those games, full games, and maybe even some multiplayer if the servers are gonna be up and, and running. Yeah. Where that of... target audience that plays that, there's a lot of oh, I mean, you know, like a lot of gamers I... that play that. For me, I could care less if they bought Call of Duty. I don't play those games. 
Right. So but how many millions of people in the world play Call of Duty? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're also buying it for the Diablo player base, the StarCraft player base, which is huge in Asia, which I'm sure they're going to want to push and expand upon to make more money in, you know, Asian markets where that's where most money's made. Yeah. I mean, film studios, game studios, they don't care about North America anymore. Their whole target is Asia now. Well, I think all one... the movies, all Marvel, all that stuff, it's all being made for the Asian market. It's not being made for us. Yeah, and I think well, one... let's 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 be more specific here. It's being made for the Chinese market. There yeah. you go. And one but thing, Asia's a big place outside of just China. I mean, there's a lot of other Asian countries that gobble this type of material up. Well, I think one thing we all can agree on and hope for is that by Microsoft buying all these companies and this company. Uh, is that they're actually going to take it and move it to the next level. Jeff, like you said, StarCraft hasn't had an update since, like, fucking 2011. Or, no, not even before that. Like, 2008 or 9 is when StarCraft 2 came out. Like, no new StarCraft game. Where the fuck is Diablo 4? World of Warcraft, I know, has been patched and updated, things like that. But it's like, I'm hoping that they're also going to not just drive these IPs into the ground. I hope they're going to, like revitalize it and take time and build it because we don't need a fucking call of duty game every nine months. You know, I would much rather, and that's why I got out of the call of duty business because like, I was so sick of it. Like I would much rather spend two to three years, build up something great, something like that. People are going to talk about, make it futuristic. Uh, same goes with, I think any other game on the list, like Jeff, I'm sure at one point, how cool would it be to have like a world world of Warcraft two? Like I'm sure I know you love WoW and I know you've been living in it for almost twenty years now, but it's like just imagine if they spent five, six, seven years or whatever it was. Well, yeah, they. I mean, and they built a, a whole brand new game. Blizzard is is wow. I mean, Dave went over the the numbers. That is that's Blizzard's Activision biggest money maker at the moment. But it is right now it's dying. But Microsoft was the biggest money maker. Huh. Call of Duty was the biggest moneymaker. Yeah. Uh, well, all of these are just huge moneymakers. But, you know, hopefully they go and fix some of this stuff. Because Call of Duty is having issues. Warcraft's having issues. Diablos have the whole thing is. But they see potential in it. All they got to do is fix some shit. That, and the community, you go on the forums of any of these games, they'll tell you specifically what's wrong with the game and what they need to fix. And if Phil Spencer's smart enough, he'll go on there and be like, listen, we're going to do all this stuff. So we can get the players back, and we can start pumping the money back into it. And yeah. then we get more subscribers. We get more people playing. Obviously, Warcraft is 15 bucks a month, and you get 27 million people doing that. Uh, Call of Duty is you buy it once, and then there's all the stupid microtransactions. Diablo, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Diablo 4. I have no idea. Yeah. Starcraft, they can do skins. They can add new races. There's so much potential and so much money there. That uh, Activision Blizzard is just not capitalized on. I would be curious to see with the whole World of Warcraft, because like, that's 100% PC-based, right? There's no console-based no. to that game at all. They can easily port it. Final Fantasy. So Warcraft, there's abilities. Uh, you know, you have to click buttons. Uh, but there's a lot. It's not like Call of Duty's got, what, you shoot, aim, throw a grenade, and whatever. In... Warcraft, there's about 20, average, like, 25 abilities for a character. Final Fantasy can be upward up to 32 abilities, and they map it all out on PlayStation. A huge chunk of Final Fantasy Online plays on PlayStation. So there's no doubt Warcraft is coming to Xbox and PC. Um, if Final Fantasy can somehow map it to a controller, I'd all those types of abilities, and there's obviously Warcraft can do it as yeah, well. Yeah, like, like you're saying, it's super, their subscription is 15 bucks a month, but Microsoft, if they're buying this, they're buying it for their Game Pass, which is also 15 bucks a month. And, no, no, no. So, yeah, yeah, you'll get the base game. What they do with ESO, Elder Scrolls Online, is you get the base game. You still, if you want all the full stuff experience, you've got to get ESO+. Plus. Okay. And that's on top of Game Pass. They will do the same thing with Warcraft. They'll give you the game all the way up to the new expansion, and then if you want that, you're gonna have to pay your 15 bucks a month. Gotcha. That's what they do with ESL. That's uh, Final Fantasy does the same thing. So, you know, Sony has their big MMO. 
now Microsoft has their big... Like I said, it's competing. It's Sony, Microsoft, and then Nintendo doing whatever the fuck they do. Right. Yeah, good points. All right, boys, I want to take us into our first segment of the day now that we've depleted the Vespine gas of our first main quest. Here we go. Let's go. Let's go. And we've talked, we've touched on it a little bit tonight, but I thought it would be fun to bring a retro game in. And now it's kind of scary to think about that this is technically a retro game, almost 20 years old now. World of Warcraft. Obviously, just recently purchased by Microsoft, as we just talked about. Uh, but Jeff, why don't you give the listeners out there a little rundown of what World of Warcraft is, maybe your first couple steps into that pool and what life was like back when it first started. Yeah, so World of Warcraft now is 18 long years old, uh, which is pretty crazy that um, up until a year ago, they were the number one MMO, uh, which is massive multiplayer online role-playing game for people who don't know what that means. Um, so it's been around for a while. There's been card games. There's a card game uh, called Hearthstone that's based off of it. Heroes of the Storm, which is um blizzards type of league of legends has a lot of the warcraft characters in it so they, they even made a movie um on it and stuff so yeah it's been around for a while it originally started way back when we all had those gateway computers i don't know if you remember that oh god um <laughs> and uh it started as an rts game much like starcraft so uh rts real-time strategy you control your units and you have hero characters and that's how Warcraft started, and then they made this MMO, which obviously has had graphical improvements and all sorts of stuff throughout the years. So if you see the newest expansion, it's beautiful. It's it's an, It looks like a new game, partially because of the art style they went with. It's easy to upgrade the graphics and things, so it's relevant because it still looks fucking awesome uh, with each expansion. So you play as your character you're the hero you're you know you get your spells your healer tank or dps class and then you join guilds and you do raids or pvp or dungeons as group content it's a very social game uh i remember when i first got it i was very young i didn't know what the fuck i was doing <laughs> and they always call it wow classic warcraft classic and it was really hard back then, and it was a mystery game. There was people were constantly finding out. There's a place you can go, and there's a sword you can get, and there's only one in the whole server. And to join groups, you had to actually interact with people and try to form these groups and these guilds and stuff. It was a very like mystery. Trying to complete a quest, you'd have to ask for help. There was no like go this way. There's no pointers or anything. It was a it was a very cool game. It was hard, but um, it was a lot of fun, and as the expansions went on, they've they grew it, and as the internet became more um, involved, where you can just find YouTube videos, a lot of that kind of magic and mystery left. But the game was still great. They added things where you can just jump into a group and do a dungeon uh, a lot quicker. But um, you know what we were talking about earlier, Activision Blizzard. It used to just be Blizzard Entertainment. And they were like the mecca, the gold standard of what great games were. Activision bought them, um, I don't know, six, seven years ago. And slowly it has just decayed and destroyed Blizzard as a company. And also Warcraft and the way that they design systems to make people log in. So they can, you have to pay 15 bucks a month. Uh, and it's really sad to see how the game is degraded over the past few expansions with the lead dev who is kind of in charge of all the main decisions, Ian Hyzakis, he's a fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> he's also a lawyer. I don't know why a lawyer is in charge of game development. He's a great raid designer. That's what he used to do was design just the raids. But as a, um, uh, since Chris, the guy who created StarCraft left because he retired, most of the original Warcraft Blizzard people are gone and Activision really the Bobby Kepnick the CEO of Activision Blizzard is people refer to him as one of the goblins in Warcraft because he is a goblin and he's <laughs> just a cancer to the game 
Um, so it's kind of sad. And a lot of my guild, we've now switched to Final Fantasy Online, which is like Warcraft, but it's Final Fantasy. Uh, it's sad because some of them had a really hard time moving over. Most of them moved over at this point. I even had a hard time. When you've been playing a game for 18 years, even though you see that it's not what it used to be, it's hard to like let go of this character you've been playing. You know, I've had the same character the entire time. Yeah. Uh, so it's really hard like letting go of that. Even though I met all these great people in the guild and we're just moving to a different game, it took some of the guild members, like, I mean, they were like legitimately upset. I mean, because for some of these people, you know, they their lives are, you know, they work in their mechanic or something, or they work at a convenience store. They don't, you know, and when they get to go home, they get to play this game and be something really crazy, which is awesome about these games. But it's hard for a lot of people to move away from that. So it's really sad to see what's happened, which is why I'm excited about Microsoft buying them. Hopefully they can help it in some way, you know, clean up shop, get rid of all these toxic devs and, you know, rapists, because obviously, you know, it's been going on with Blizzard. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of World of Warcraft. I love it. It, you know, it was such a great game. It still is. I hope, you know, I'm holding out hope that they can fix it um, and get it back to where it was. But that's that's the rundown on Warcraft. I don't, yeah. I don't know if you guys played at all. I mean, I... No, you guys know what it is, but... Yeah, I think you summed it up for all of us. I only... I probably, if I did play it, it was because you let me, like, come over to your place and just fuck around with it for a little bit and do something that wasn't dangerous. Uh, and that was probably about it. I was I was very anti-MMORPG back in those days because I was so into just, like, first-person shooters and other games. And I think also, this was one of the first games, if I recall, where there was actually, like a subscription fee to play monthly, you know, like in order for you to play the game, you buy the game first and then you spend, what was it like 20 bucks a month or something uh, to, you know, yeah, to keep playing. Right. And yeah, it was and yeah. aren't easy. I mean, there's a lot going on. I mean, final fantasy I'd say has, has even more than Warcraft and some people use it as like the second life, almost a sim where you can just, some people just focus on building houses and, selling them to other guilds and stuff. I mean, some of the, these games aren't, you just, it's not like Call of Duty or, or Halo, where you just log in and you mindlessly just shoot people. There's really no, like, extreme teamwork that there is in MMOs. There's It's just blatant, shoot them, hope you're the best, and that's it. There's, there's no depth in them, where MMOs no. have, or RPGs in general, just have this crazy amount of depth, lore, community it's you know yeah that's what i love about them yeah absolutely and i i've definitely become a lot more well yeah uh, guild wars yeah i mean i i've started to play a lot more rpgs lately even like some of those games like uh torchlight and other ones that we played where it's just like you gotta be smart about what you do you you find some loot you gotta make sure you upgrade your shit you gotta make sure you're crafting. you know yeah crafting and all that so i definitely uh, started to take a liking to it as of i don't know last couple of years but yeah, growing up, it was probably just the time and place, and I was just like, you know what? If I'm going to spend time behind the computer or whatever, I'm probably playing this shooter game or SWAT 3 or Halo or, uh, you know, I'm playing SOCOM 2 on PlayStation 2 or whatever the fuck it was at the time. What about so. you, Dave? Um, that's a hard one for me to answer. I, I, I think I have, and I want to say it was just because a buddy in college said, hey, come, come play it. But... See, I'm, I'm the exact opposite of Eric. I like a mindless game to relax. If I need to invest emotion into a into a game, like you said, these your 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 guild members have invested all this emotion and like had such a hard time with the game going downhill. Um, I just don't want that. I want to be able to just jump in, play a couple games, and jump out. Um, yeah, it, it, it's uh, video games for me is are to shut my brain off not keep it going each their own and everyone has their own thing yes absolutely 100 percent agree um now i i will argue call of duty's gotten a little bit more in depth um because i don't like playing call of duty because i'm not very good at it and if you don't start day one 
people, they at least they used to pair you up with people that were ranked 150 and they had better moves and better skills and better weapons. And it was a little, it's a little bit more than, than, uh, just point and shoot. Like, well, unlike Halo, Halo and the games I play are absolutely point and shoot. Um, but it's nice. Uh, Side quest off here, real quick, just because I, I don't play, you know, Halo, I don't play first person shooters really at all outside of Destiny. I, because I, I just like seeing my character and I love the customization and like the story I put into it, which is why I'm just an RPG nerd. Um, my young, my little brother Mac, he's playing Skyrim again right now, and he's got this whole backstory on who the character is and what they do. And in Fallout, he plays as it looks like him, um, but he wears a cowboy hat and he's got a mustache. And his character's name is Detective Mac, <laughs> and he's just a detective and he goes around solves crimes and he creates stories in his head. And he plays them and he downloads mods and stuff. That's, again, but anyway, back to the first-person shooter stuff. Uh, again, since I don't play it, I heard that with Halo, uh, at the moment, it's become almost unplayable because they've matched people up the console with PC players. And it's just gotten worse each week. It's, you have to be good. And I will say... I'm better than average at the game. So my rank um, is Diamond 5, Diamond 6 on average. So that's just before you get to the actual like top top players. So the next level up is Onyx. Um, and then you actually get a rank number. So I can say I'm fortunate enough to be good enough to play the game. I can notice when I'm playing a PC player. I could say, shit, I'm playing a bunch of freaking PC players. I guess you guys cuss on this, so a bunch of fucking PC players. <laughs> and um, for all I know, they have the, the mapping on where you can see the people behind the walls and, and whatnot, because there's like, sometimes there's like, how the hell do you start shooting me? And immediately after I pass a corner, and there's no way you could have seen me before it. And it's like, this is just not fun. But there are there are game types um, like you can say you want controller only, but that doesn't stop you from playing against PC people that are playing on controllers. Right. So they could still have those cheats on and whatnot, and it is aggravating as all. Oh my gosh, it's it pisses me off, um, and. I think they spent too much time developing the little chicken running across the road in the uh, multiplayer or the piece of paper that blows in the breeze than figuring out how to do a good online council, council, open PC to PC. If they would have focused more on that instead of that piece of paper blowing in the breeze, it would have been a far better game. Ignore the, ignore the little aesthetics to the sides that nobody really pays attention to. I don't care that you guys spent 20 hours putting arcade games that play music in a map just make make it so i don't have to play people that have and a gross advantage over your core gaming target audience of being on the council it's it's just very aggravating that they kind of just oh this has been a game that's always been council we're going to put it on pc and match you against pc players and like you said, Jeff, I'm not a PC player. I'm 100% console. Um, with with the occasional Oculus, obviously. But uh, I don't know. I don't know enough about mapping keys and in the yeah, the program. So I am run over. So my it just, PC it's a lot. Yeah. It's it's I I don't even play, and it's grossly unfair. <laughs> like targeting a PC person in any type of game that's competitive to a console. There's just no way. There's no what I can do on my keyboard and mouse and how I can spin the camera and how I can keybind, you, you, you can't keep up. There's no way. But, yeah. So. Right. And, and also, I remember the day when it was like all, everybody was anticipating and excited about it. I remember when I was like, wait, you mean I can play someone on the PC from my console and like I can play with my friends who are all like PC players and vice versa I can play because they only play console? And then it was like, oh, shit, I can cross-platform with playstation and nowadays yeah. it's like 
I don't want to fucking do that. Can we reverse Uno reverse of that shit? This platform is great. Just have it available. But also, people want to play against uh, PlayStation people and, and Xbox people. That's what they want. Nintendo has done that, which is great. But there's not a lot of these games on Nintendo. Nintendo's got its own weird niche thing. Um, but some, I, I know some people that only have PlayStation. I'm like, God damn, I don't have a PlayStation. I only have an Xbox. I can't play with them. That's the crossplay people want. It's like the message got mixed up. Oh, you guys want crossplay? Here's PC. No, we want. If you're on a console, you want to crossplay with other consoles. Right. If you're on PC, you know, whatever, play with PC. Or if some console people want a tougher challenge, then give them access to it. But no one. They want to play with their friend who got the PlayStation. And maybe their other friend could only get their hands on an Xbox. Or could only afford one, not both of them. This is a lot of money to own both of them. So, anyway. Right. No, abs- Absolutely. Well, boys, I want to move on to our next main quest of the day. And this is right up your guys' alley. Definitely not me, so I will be all ears listening in. But you guys had some new anime updates. I know we haven't talked to anime in a while. I know you guys love it. I know a lot of our listeners out there are, are big followers of anime. So, I didn't know if you guys had kind of the latest and greatest. What are you watching? What's new? What's exciting? Fill me in. Jeez, I guess what we uh, the the big one is uh, Bleach is coming back uh, to finish up uh, the rest of the manga story, um, which is exciting. I'm I'm a bigger manga reader uh, than Jeff is, but um, yeah, I'm solely the, um, solely anime. You're all anime, so I I I do both, and sometimes it's aggravating getting ahead in the manga. Um, yeah, so so real quick for the audience, because again, some people might not know. The manga is, it's basically like comic, it's like the Japanese version of comics, but they're a little bit more, they're, they come in volumes, it's a lot easier to follow than comics, um, but they're essentially just Japanese comics, um, and the anime is just an adaptation of the manga, and they, in anime they call it canon, and then they call it filler, so canon is basically, for most anime, they follow the drawings pretty well i mean i've seen videos of dragon ball z and naruto where they really just show you the manga images and then it playing out in the animation it's it's very cool how they how they can do that but for the most part the anime is just the animated version of manga i guess would that be the best way of saying it dave oh i would i would agree obviously there's more manga than there is anime and there's more anime than there's manga so sometimes there's original IP in both, and they don't cross. Uh, but I, I would I would agree. Um, usually get about three chapters or three three issues of the manga per anime episode. So that's why you have the filler episodes um, because it's not one for one, and um, the and manga comes out every single or answer anime comes out every single week of the year for some of these things and. When the manga is coming out every single week too, when it's a one for three, you got to have filler um, to keep it up. So I know, I know, One Piece is a really big one with lots and lots of filler. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm. You know, some people don't like me for this. Other anime watches. I don't watch any filler. I don't like it. I just stick to canon. So I'm just doing. I'm almost done with Black Clover, which Dave, I think we talked about in the past. Yes. Yes. Um, and I'm towards the end. I think I only have 20 episodes left, but I skipped like 20 episodes because it was all filler. And then you go on Reddit because I was trying to figure out where the filler are, which I also hate. Funimation doesn't label the episodes of what's filler and what's not. Because then they have uh, anime, they have filler plus canon episodes where it's a little bit of both. So watching anime, if you're just watching filler, can be super annoying because I'm constantly Googling to figure out what episodes are filler, what episodes are mixed, and then what episodes are canon. Because I stick just to what the original author was writing. I, I don't like filler at all. Jeez, you must have, have a fun time uh, trying to watch One Punch Man. <laughs> There's You can't tell what's filler or what's... One Punch Man is so beautifully animated, yeah. though, and the fights are so amazing that I just watch the whole thing. Oh, yeah, because, because it is... I mean... It's just like a fun with, anime. Yeah, with One Punch Man, you have obviously the Shonen Jump. Is it Shonen Jump uh, version? Then you have the web version. Then you have the anime. And I think there's 
a whole bunch of fan versions and whatnot, and it's it's hard to keep everything tracked with One Punch Man. It, like you said, yeah, it, so it's, it's they're great, but so going back to the the new stuff, we we are getting a new Bleach and Bleach for anyone who doesn't know, there's in anime there's what's called the Big Four, uh, which in Show and Jump is basically Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, Bleach, and um, One Piece. Those they're just called the Big Four, and those other ones, Dragon Ball Z is still going on, uh, Naruto uh, is still going on, and Baruto or whatever, and then um, One Piece is still going. Uh, even there are thousands of episodes, or they're in a thousand now. But Bleach, like, just stopped, and we haven't had anything from it. And Dave and I have talked about Bleach many times in the past. I think it's... Um, I don't know, between Dragon Ball Z, I think Bleach is probably my second favorite of the big four. Um, so I'm just super pumped to see more Ichigo. Oh, absolutely. Um, like I said, I'm a I'm the comic reader. I, I So I know what's going to happen, so I don't want to like ruin anything for you. I just can't remember where the anime left off. Um, did they they did they just get done with him getting back his um, original powers, or they did the bouts um, or whatever? He found a new type of power, but okay. then um, he eventually you know regained it because how can you have Ichigo as a substitute soul? Um, what are they called again? Soul um, substitute soul reapers or soul um, reaper without you know having his bonkai or anything. So yeah, 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 um, yeah. And I just I just love the word bonkai. And when <laughs> I learned about it, so in in the anime, a lot of show and jump is just characters are weak, they fight something, they get beaten, they come back stronger, and that's the whole that's the whole thing. Naruto follows the same thing. Dragon Ball Z, it's they're Super Saiyan, then they're Super Saiyan two, then they're Super Saiyan three, and God level, whatever. Same with Bleach, He's, Ultra Instinct, and yeah, Ultra so, and... yeah. But Dragon Ball Z has gone off the rails. They are insane at this point. Uh, they're shattering galaxies and busting through time. I mean, it doesn't. It's awesome. It doesn't make any sense, but it's just it's fucking awesome. Uh, in Bleach, it's you know uh, they hit this level called Bankai, and they literally say Bankai, and then they just transform, and it's it's so stupid. It's so awesome. I just smile the whole time I watch Shonen Jumps. They're mindless. They're they're like Dave when he plays. He likes mindless, um, you know, games on the console. When it comes to anime, I do love the more in depth stuff. But goddamn, do I love just mindless show and jump fighting, getting stronger, Super Saiyans and Bonkai's and all this shit. It's awesome. <laughs> I feel it's like so awesome. It makes me so happy. I feel like I shouldn't Google Bonkai. I don't know how to spell it. I'm afraid <laughs> of what will pop up. <laughs> yeah, you, you spell it wrong you uh get some weird uh BCI oh yeah yeah you're immediately yeah. on the fbi list but uh um, yes, yes what do you yes. what platform do you guys watch anime on is it on like kind of the netflix's of the day or do you guys have like was it funimation or whatever it's called like how do you guys well, watch I, I always i always watched it on um adult swim so cartoon networks adult swim or what was the stuff they used to have Tsunami. during the day Tsunami, Tsunami, yeah and then that kind of all disappeared, so you kind of had to, not necessarily like you had to stream it, you had to pirate it, because you couldn't find it anywhere. Um, and then I watch a lot of it on Hulu now. Um, Hulu's got a nice little anime section that you can you can watch. And I know there's a, a Jeff, what do you subscribe to, Crunchyroll? No, they're, they're, they got a I, I don't do, I do Funimation. Yeah, I um, subscribe to Funimation. Funimation is basically Netflix, or um you know hbo max whatever but it's just anime and only anime uh and sony recently bought them so their catalog has gotten a little bit bigger i like funimation the app used to suck really bad when it first came out it's still not the greatest but it's gotten a lot better um but yeah i, I just do funimation at this point like dave said there are a couple on hulu but most everything on hulu is on funimation but Funimation has like full series of everything. Yeah. Um, now, if you guys would like to like start reading or reading some of this stuff, um, viz.com, so V-I-Z.com, um, has like the last three chapters uh, available for free to read 
and it's a legit site. I mean, they're the ones that own the publication rights in, I believe, the U.S. Uh, the last three chapters of these uh, these stories, and Brandon, you can't uh, at one piece. That's a hundred thousand eighty in. You can't go back to one, but you can subscribe to it and read them all, um, just like you can with Funimation and watching them all. But uh, you just want to check it out. I would go to viz.com and read a couple chapters. And if you think it's interesting enough, do the subscription and check yeah, it all out. Reading anime. So we, I, I think I've talked to Justin a little bit about this, but I don't know as much about manga as you do. But in comics like Marvel and DC, it's a complete chaos on trying to read the different stories. You're jumping to different issues of different... If you're reading Iron Man, but then, oh, you have to read three of these random X-Men ones, and then you have to jump back to two episodes or two books of Hulk or something. With anime, I think they're, it's just volume one, volume two, volume, like it's, you can yeah. start, you can pick Bleach Up or Dragon Ball Z or, you know, uh, Tokyo Ghoul, and you just start with volume one, and you just work your way up. I like that. I like all that. Well, hey, I can contribute here. You know how I'm going to do it? I'm going to make you guys go into a little bit of a death battle anime style. So let's kick that bitch off right now. Get over here! Flawless victory. All right, nerd boys out there, you two are the best two to bring this death battle to life. So I don't even know who we have. You guys know better than I do. Two, like, top-tiered anime fighters that we haven't heard of before or maybe that we haven't done before. Who is up against two, Jeff or Dave, in no particular order? Let's just, let's let's get this bitch going. Yeah, I think we decided to do uh, Ichigo Kurosaki versus uh, Naruto. Yeah, so let's let's keep in mind they're they're like you're saying, um, they each have their own story and they don't really inter they don't they don't interact with each other. So they're all in their own universes, unlike Marvel and DC that have these massive universes. So it's gonna be a little hard to compare the two, but you're really looking at the top two tier characters in both universes, both the the biggest overpowered characters. Yeah, and just um, to clarify, because uh, I know last time we did Death Battle. <laughs> kept talking about people's emotions and stuff. These are bloodlusted characters. They because if you were to put Ichigo and Naruto together, they never fight each other. They're good guys. Yeah, so exactly. they would never so we're all hands up like gloves are off. They're bloodlusted. They're going after each other. We're not talking about morals or whatever. It's just who would win in a fight. Who would win in a fight? Now Ichigo fights He's a Shinigami, which is a Japanese death god. I, I believe I believe that's... I Don't quote me on that, but I believe that's correct. So yeah. it's essentially a soul that fights demons and gods and, and whatnot. Whereas Nuruto is a flesh and blood character that has um, chakra or inner energy powers that he uses to do different ninjutsus, uh, which are superpowers. But he also has a god inside of him. Um, yeah, essentially. Um, it's, it's a spirit that has out, outsourced power. Obviously, the Japanese definition of god is different than our European definition of god. But um, um, What is Nine Tails? He's a... Um... He's a he's a he's a nature incarnation. So tailed like, beast. Uh, yeah, he's a tailed beast, which is I think an incarnation of a like a natural disaster. Uh, I think he, he and he's the most powerful natural disaster there. Oh, uh, all right. So start us off, Dave. Who's how's the fight going and who's winning and why? Okay, geez. So they so they come across each other and Ichigo. So and let's Ichigo's just do going... the let's just do the anime up until the end of. Uh, bleach okay, anime so, so, of, so, yeah, okay, okay. So, I, 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 I'm prefacing I'm prefacing this with a backstory. Okay, so just like your brother has his own backstory on his characters, I'm prefacing this on a backstory. Nuruda uh, um, Ichigo Kurosaki is chasing a hollow through multiple dimensions. He's going through hell um, to stop this evil hollow, and 
one of the doors of hell opens up into Naruto's world. Um, and he's still chasing this demon. He slays this demon, but doesn't, or slays this hollow. So the demon, to me, the demons are called hollows in that, in that. And, but he can't stop massive amounts of destruction. Naruto comes on this scene, the hollow's disintegrated, and all he sees is Ichigo Kurosaki with his bankai out in the middle of this decimated area. So Naruto goes his super form. I, I don't even know if his super form has a name. I just, I, I don't think it does. It's but, like Super Saiyan. He's just, I, I like he's basically yeah. a Super Saiyan ninja that glows uh, yellow and he's infused the full power of the nine tails. I so, like how yeah. really quick for the uninformed, I like how you just casually say, and he has his bankai out, uh, you know, <laughs> just... well, we were talking about bankai. <laughs> Jeff already brought it up. So I know. I thought it was okay. To I've, go. I've so got a dirty rated R mind power. He's already maxed out on power and they're face to face. Naruto thinks he just destroyed a village and it was, it was the evil demon that he just stopped, uh, that destroyed the village. Um, and they're both maxed out full strength. And they're about to go toe-to-toe. The short, I think Naruto wins. We can go into more detail, but Jeff, uh, what's what your what's your short on it? Yeah, I, you know, Naruto's, Naruto's strong. You say Naruto, I say Naruto. I don't know who's right or wrong. I'm not going to debate that right now. But um, I'm going to have to go with Ichigo. I think he's really? slightly out. I think he, you know... He wins pretty handily um, on this one when he's true Bankai, Hollow Mert, the whole thing. I just, I, I don't think Naruto has a speed. Uh, I think Ichigo definitely has the speed, and I think he just got the brute force. He's, I mean, the way he took down Aizen, I think Aizen would be a huge issue in the Naruto world, and Ichigo just kind of toyed with him when he was what form was he in at that point awake uh, it, it, it was his his awakened bankai one time use and he yeah. was his, it was before bankai so now he's developed bankai in the end of the anime i know he's gotten even more ridiculous uh in the manga since then but i think he's just a little too much um for naruto yeah and and my my counter to that is yes ichigo can level mountains and his fight against Aizen was epic, but he levels mountains. Naruto develops powers enough to crack, like crack the moon and destroy the world. I mean, you start, you start. If we're just doing anime, I'm going to include the movies in there. Um, Naruto's like when he's maxed out and is going full out. He, he's a planet destroyer. Um, and I just don't see new uh, Ichigo as a planet destroyer. Yeah, I've never seen. I mean, I and I've read a lot of uh, you know who would wins and stuff. I mean, obviously Dragon Ball Z characters. I, I don't like to bring them into this thing, but oh, yeah, they're. I mean, they're planet buster. Even uh, Master Roshi blew up the moon. But mm-hmm. um, I've never seen in the anime Naruto doing anything like that. See, I, I would put Naruto on the same level as Master Roshi. And if if you would look at him, at those two as the same power level, like the peak humans, who do you think would win? Master Roshi or uh, Ichigo? Master Roshi. Yeah, see, and, and that's when how... He, when, when, he, and when he blew up the moon, he wasn't even... Um, he wasn't even in his full buffed-up form when he actually fought Frieza briefly, but he was able to fight Frieza slightly. In his lowest form for like a tenth of a second. Yeah, but throwing Frieza into Naruto thing, he just nukes the whole planet and they're all dead. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, Master Roshi, but... um, All right, well, it's it's hard. I would love to see, you know, Eric, definitely do a a death battle like photo of these two because th- this is a good one yeah um and yeah. any anime listeners out there love to hear what like you guys think and why yeah because yeah. it's faded you... it's hard like i've googled it in the past these two and people go one way or the other it's difficult yeah. have you seen have you seen are you fully 
watched all the way through Naruto. Have you seen like the fight at the very end where they destroy those aliens? Okay, no. Okay. You know how do you dude the, the show's been over for a decade? After the, um, uh, I got up to the Hokage War and then it stopped on uh, wherever I was watching it, and now I can't find it anywhere. I don't know. And Shippuden is not on Netflix. They just have the regular Naruto. And on Hulu, they only go up to like two arcs and ship it in. That's it. Oh, see, I, I, I think if you had finished Naruto, you would agree with me. Um, I'm going to find you where you can watch it. I, I want to finish yeah. it. Eric, yeah, what are your so. thoughts on all this? Well, I think they both have huge <laughs> bonk eyes and they should calm them down a little bit and put them away. Uh, but I have no fucking skin in the game. If I were to 50-50 guess, uh, I like Naruto's name a little bit better than Ichigo, so he wins. All right. <laughs> but that's kind of like, I don't know, like girls or guys out there that don't watch sports, just like, I like the fucking uh, team with the, the blue puppy dogs, it's like, and they end up like winning the championship. No fucking yeah, clue. It always drives you nuts, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, man. Speaking, of, speaking of sports, though, we got to go. Actually, I want to go back to a Cougars game. Um, so Cougars is a local uh, minor league game. Uh, minor I think we've ever talked about sports us. on this podcast. Dollar, dollar Never, beer nights. Seriously, dollar, dollar beer nights and <laughs> dollar hot dog nights. And my computer just went to sleep. So if I lose you guys, I apologize. <laughs> well, uh, hey, I, I love that because it's coming back in a couple months. And we I think we typically try to go around like opening weekend or at least in the first couple weeks. So we definitely got to hit yeah. up some sports again. I mean, we got to get our quota in. Us, us five, us six, us seven, going in doing yeah. some sporting event at least once a year. Hey, hey Jeff, me and you got to make it an us eight, okay? Uh, we got to get, we got, we got to, we got to start bringing people to these things. Yeah, find some, um, get your bonk guys out there on the internet, uh, bring some <laughs> dates, and uh, and we'll get going with it. So, gentlemen, Dave, thanks for so much for joining us. We appreciate you filling in on such short notice and. Obviously, you know how the the show ends here. Jeff, I'm sure you have some ideas for Dave about some anime noises or whatever. Maybe Bankai noises. I don't even know. But let's see what you got. I'm sure you have an idea. Yeah, so I think all three of us should be um, uh, some form of anime sounds that you hear in the fighting. And this is an all-out brawl with all three of us. Okay. Gotcha. All right, ready? Three, two, one, Go! Bye. <laughs> 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 <